Welcome to Raising Equity. Hopefully you've been following our podcasting amidst the pandemic series where we try to share different perspectives of the pandemic and how different people are seeing it, understanding it, and helping us see opportunities to pivot, or some people are calling it to go through a portal, to do things differently. One of the things that I've been struck by this week, which I don't know about you, but this week has been a really, really long week is the opportunity to talk to my kids about choices and consequences. A lot of talk about getting back to business, business as usual, opening the country up, has given me an opportunity to help my kids understand how individuals, the president, governors, the state, the systems of commerce, companies, cities, counties, homes, All of those different systems, how they operate and intersect to make choices that have consequences. We were watching one of the newscasts one day and my son saw a headline and he said, mom, is that a fact or is that an opinion? And it was a a good question because it was about the president and he knows how we feel in terms of how the president often says things that are not necessarily based in fact, but that can be inflammatory or even derogatory. And so he wanted to, he sometimes, I think, well, he's a teenager, takes a position of not quite He doesn't go as far as defending Trump, but he understands that the way that we lean in this house is to question everything, really, but definitely what Trump says. And we've talked a lot about news sources, like where you get your news and making sure you understand things from different perspectives. So in our house, we'll watch CNN, MSNBC, Fox, the local stations, because we want to know how different, different news sources are reporting the same information, everything that we're all going through. And it's also interesting that we live in a state, Missouri, that the head of the state, the governor, is governing and and making decisions in a very different way than our city, St. Louis. Um, The city and county had a stay-at-home order, I want to say, a week or so before the state did. And now that the federal government is talking about, you know, phased approaches and some places opening back up. Uh, Missouri governor is saying that that might happen sooner rather than later. And there there are counties within the state that are saying that they will take that stance. Um, And so all that to say, a headline came across the screen and my son asked, you know, is that fact or fiction? And it was a statement about Trump commenting that he'd made no mistakes throughout this pandemic. And I said, well, they're reporting what he said. And whether you believe that it's a false statement or not requires you to understand what he said in the past and for you to then judge for yourself if the decisions that have been made have been, you know, right or wrong. And it gave us an opportunity to do a few things. So one, talk about how uh, it's important to be informed, right? Like to jump in this conversation now and not understand what he said in the past or the dynamics of the the virus and the fact that we're in a position that we haven't been in before as a country. So to say that no mistakes are made is a is a pretty kind of always never absolute statement, given that there are so many decisions that could have been made. And so we've talked with them about, you know, not using absolutes and that they're there and they understand the public health implications of this pandemic and that 
it's hard to say everyone stay at home. Like they know what that's like because they're doing it. It's hard to say cancel all the schools. They have friends who they know are food insecure and uh, they worry about them having access to the internet to be able to do their schoolwork. You know, they, they're able to talk to them on the phone, but they know that they necessarily don't have all the resources that we do for them to be able to learn effectively, whether it's the, the food that they need or the internet or the equipment that they need to do their schoolwork. And so we've tried to be really clear that this is a really complicated time and help them to see all the different kind of engines and systems that are operating. And we've talked about our city making different choices than our state and what that means kind of politically, but it's not just around Democratic Republican party lines, but um, largely you see a lot of those dynamics. And uh, also how there are people, and as people have been sharing you know, Mr. Rogers talked about look for the helpers. You know, they know people that are being helpers. They know about people who are doing campaigns for PPE. Uh, they know about people who are, work with the unhoused and who have worked with the unhoused over time. But right now in particular, trying to make sure they have what they need to be able to stay clean. And so I just share that to say, sometimes I've heard people talk about wanting to protect kids because they don't want kids to be scared or anxious. And, you know, that's real. You got to know the temperament of your child. But I think there's so many opportunities to engage them, right? So the whole point of raising equity is to raise kids to understand themselves, others, and their full humanity and dignity, to understand and see systems of oppression so that they can interrupt them and create the world and the change that we want to see. And so we at Raising Equity, we, don't, we say, don't wait. Don't wait until they're older. This idea of trying to maintain their innocence or keep them in a bubble is false, and it actually doesn't serve them. I've had kids who come into my my college class that's on diversity or uh, the psychology of racism or engaging diversity, which I'll teach this fall. And inevitably, there's a young person as they read the articles and read the books and read the history, they get upset and mad. Like, why didn't I learn this in high school? Why didn't my parents tell me? Why were they trying to hide it from me? And again, we expose them to so much advanced information in terms of like extracurriculars, whether it's Kumon or some some extracurricular activity that's academic or AAU sports or some rigorous experience around sports. Why do we shield them from social issues? What do we think we're protecting them from? And I think in some ways we're protecting them if we believe these systems are static, if we believe that they'll never change. I think that if we raise kids to see them, to understand how they move, how they operate, that we can also raise kids who can change them. And I know there are plenty of us that are working to do that now. We might not live to see the change. We might just be planting seeds, but I think our kids are the seeds. So I encourage you to take this opportunity and rather than shield your kids from all the complexities, Think about ways you can share them, share it with them, can engage them in understanding the different systems. Maybe they understand the government a little bit better, how the president, you know, the different branches of government, and maybe they understand states' rights a little bit better. Maybe they even understand just how to make packets of personal hygiene for folks who are unhoused. Don't feel like you have to do it all, but think about something that that resonates with you and your family that you could share with them, open it up so them for them to see it in a in a new way rather than just, 
oh, it's about Trump, but how is it about our government and that system? And what are the different ways that you could be a part of that system to change it and shift it? Or if it's about helping people who are unhoused, you know, what are the systems in our city? What are the safety nets? How are they allowed to be? How are they, how are their barriers? How are unhoused people systematically uh, treated poorly? Uh, what are those dynamics and systems? Who are the helpers in your region? So just want to encourage you to to talk to your kids because they're they're feeling it. They're seeing it. They're soaking it in. And so let's not assume that they're not capable. And of course, as adults, we want to be there to care for them. And you want to monitor how much time you have the news on and are focusing on these big issues and make sure you spend, you know, an adequate, if not more time cuddling, playing, letting them just be kids, but don't pass up this opportunity to help raise equity. Thanks for joining us on Raising Equity. 